In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In this evening's Gospel, we meet Jesus and his disciples in the Upper Room for what we now call the Last Supper. And despite the drama that's soon to come, this account starts with love. We're told that Jesus, having loved his own who were in the world, loved them to the end. There may be trouble ahead, but the love never wavers. It does, however, take a surprising and confusing form for those disciples. Jesus disrobes, gets down on his knees and washes their feet. This is a cause of consternation and we understand why. He was their leader, teacher, Lord. It was embarrassing and insulting to have him demean himself in this way. Or so they thought. But Jesus knows that time is running out for him and he needs to use increasingly shocking ways to show them what love really looks like. How acts and offerings that might otherwise be demeaning or tawdry or just plain dull become transformed when done in love, become moments of healing and grace. In the peculiar position in which we currently find ourselves, this is worth bearing in mind. Despite being bombarded by social media telling us to learn a new skill, hone an old neglected one, transition seamlessly to online working and streaming, exercise, meditate, homeschool, read, work, create. I'm sure I'm not alone in feeling busier, not freer than previously. Nor will I be unusual in bearing the burden of self-expectation, of making the most of this new and strange time. But if we go back to our Gospel story, we can see that Jesus could, at this point, have given his disciples a great exegesis on what he's doing. He could have elaborated on what is held in store for him and for them. But instead, he stops and does something very simple. This Holy Week, we might be well served by stopping and looking at the simple things which is Jesus on his knees, washing our feet in friendship and love, and reminding us to do likewise. However, a caveat. We spend much time in the church thinking about how better to love our neighbour, and that is a good and helpful thing to do. But I wonder if this might become a lot clearer if only we first spent some time trying to consider how we might better love ourselves and be open to receiving the love that is offered to us. This is a time to show love, to be kind to ourselves and those around us, whether we're residing alone or with family or friends, and to open ourselves to receiving what is offered to us unceasingly and unstintingly by Jesus as he comes alongside us to share our experience, 
to gently alleviate those burdens and expectations placed upon us by the world or those immediately around us, or perhaps most potently ourselves. So tonight we give thanks this Maundy Thursday for the gift of Holy Communion. Despite being unable to participate in the sacrament in our current circumstances, and we give thanks for all it means as a profound source of unity, sacrifice and love. As we recall that suffering, betrayal and even death is no bar to being held in the tender regard of the one who waits for us to turn to him and bask in his loving and steadfast regard for us. May each of us experience his presence with us as we look to the time when we might again receive the tangible gifts of bread and wine, body and blood, that sustain and energise us to love God, neighbour and, yes, ourself, as we are always loved. Thanks be to God.